0: Is pandemic fatigue affecting the spread of coronavirus? What is the new strain of COVID-19? Why are many Americans reluctant to get vaccinated? What is the U.S. government's plan for vaccinating all Americans? What will 2021 look like in terms of the pandemic? Welcome back to Stethoscope Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ayler and today's episode will be an update on the coronavirus pandemic in 2021. Part one. How is pandemic fatigue affecting the spread of coronavirus? The first case of COVID-19 in the United States was diagnosed on January 20th, 2020, nearly a year ago today. It's been 10 months since those days last March when schools and businesses began to close and the U.S. Coronavirus Task Force began to spread messages of social distancing and flattening the curve. It's become almost second nature for most Americans to grab their masks on the way out the door. In March, a large portion of the general public believe that by this time, we would have turned the page on coronavirus. Two weeks to stop the spread has turned into almost a year of mask wearing, sacrificing family gatherings and important events, financial troubles and isolation. The year 2020 passed by in the blink of an eye, yet we're all different people than when the pandemic began. For most of us, the idea of people in large crowds at concerts, sports games and restaurants without masks now seems foreign. And all Americans are tired. We're tired of mask wearing, tired of isolating from family and friends, tired of social distancing, tired of economic turmoil, tired of canceled plans, and tired of not having the lives we thought we would have at this point in time. As a result, many have chosen to ignore calls for social distancing. Many just want their lives back to normal. Many want to do what they want to do without suffering the consequences. But there are consequences. Coronavirus cases are on the rise. According to the New York Times, quote, at least 3,353 new coronavirus deaths and 201,732 new cases were reported in the United States yesterday, January 16th. Over the past week, there has been an average of 224,499 cases per day, an increase of 9% from the average two weeks earlier, end quote. The holiday season just passed. Despite the pandemic, many Americans spent the holidays with extended family and friends. Many traveled across the country and ignored calls for social distancing and mask wearing. Although pandemic fatigue is completely understandable, it has led many Americans to engage in reckless activities, leading to a record number of coronavirus cases, hospitalizations, and deaths. 396,591 Americans have died. And the worst of pandemic may still not be here. Pandemic fatigue will only increase over the next few months. And if more Americans stop social distancing, cases, hospitalizations, and deaths will continue to rise. Part 2. What are the new strains of COVID-19? Recently, scientists and news outlets have reported newly detected strains of the coronavirus. According to Johns Hopkins Medicine, new strains of viruses occur when there is a mutation to the virus's genes. In the Hopkins article, Dr. Robert Bollinger, professor of infectious diseases, states that, quote, all viruses mutate over time, some more than others. For example, flu viruses change often, which is why doctors recommend that you get a flu shot every year, end quote. He continues saying, quote, We have already seen multiple variants of the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus that are different from the version we first saw in China. End quote. Every week, scientists detect new strains of the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus. These strains typically come and go. They either remain uncommon or they spread throughout a population and then fizzle out. Today I'll be focusing on a strain that was discovered in England in September of 2020. This new strain has been found in multiple locations around the world, including Denmark, the Netherlands, other European countries, and the United States. And a similar variant was discovered in South Africa. Johns Hopkins Medicine reports that in December, this strain became the most common version of the coronavirus, with 60% of COVID-19 cases in December being from the new European strain. Dr. Bollinger states that, quote, There's some preliminary evidence suggesting that it's more contagious, and although that's not proven, scientists are noticing a surge of cases in areas where the new strain is appearing, and there could be a connection, End quote. Despite the fact that the new European strain could be more contagious, viruses that are more contagious are not necessarily more deadly. On another note, a question many people are asking right now is if recently developed coronavirus vaccines will be effective at preventing infection from new coronavirus strains. Dr. Stuart Ray, Vice Chair of Medicine for Data Integrity and Analytics states in the Hopkins article that, quote, there's no evidence at this point that immune responses driven by current vaccines will not work against this new strain, end quote. As new versions of the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus emerge, scientists will continue to monitor testing and vaccines to ensure they remain effective. Part 3. Why are many Americans reluctant to get vaccinated? Scientists see the coronavirus vaccine as the only way out of this long and deadly pandemic. After months of clinical trials, the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines were granted emergency use authorization from the FDA and are now being administered into people's arms. In the U.S., the first coronavirus vaccine dose outside of a clinical trial was administered to a Long Island ICU nurse just over a month ago on December 14th. The vaccine has been given to a few million Americans, mostly healthcare workers and the elderly, over the last month. According to Forbes... Scientists believe that between 80% and 90% of the population needs to be immune to the virus to reach herd immunity, the point where the entire community is protected from infection. It is crucial for as many Americans as possible to get vaccinated, to save lives, and to stop the spread of coronavirus. A December Pew Research poll found that 60% of Americans intend to get vaccinated when the vaccine becomes available to them. While this number rose from 51% in September, still, 40% of Americans do not intend to receive the vaccine. There's a few different reasons why a large percentage of Americans do not trust the vaccine. First, due to the fact that both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines were created in record-breaking amounts of time, many believe that vaccine development was rushed. Second, some have politicized the virus in Vaccine Online by spreading disinformation and conspiracies. And third, many Americans have historical reasons for distrusting the medical community. Government and public health officials can combat mistrust in the coronavirus vaccine by educating the public about the extensive measures that have been taken in clinical trials to ensure its safety, and by leading by example by getting vaccinated themselves. Hopefully, as months go by and more and more people receive the vaccine, the number of Americans hesitant to get vaccinated will decrease. Part 4. What is the U.S. government's plan for vaccinating all Americans? In a few days, President-elect Joe Biden will be inaugurated. He's tasked with distributing vaccines to millions of Americans. Recently, Biden announced his plan to vaccinate 100 million Americans in the first 100 days of his administration. According to Vox and CNN, to meet this goal, his plan includes increasing federal involvement in opening up new vaccination centers, launching mobile vaccination units in underserved communities, reimbursing states for National Guard deployments to support vaccinations, expanding vaccine availability in pharmacies, and targeting marginalized communities that have been most impacted by coronavirus. Additionally, The president-elect will maximize vaccine manufacturing and boost vaccine supply by using the Defense Production Act. He also plans to expand vaccine eligibility to include Americans older than 65 and essential workers such as educators, first responders, and grocery store employees. Another aspect of the president-elect's plan is to increase the public health workforce to help deploy the vaccine across the country. This includes allowing retired medical professionals to help administer vaccines with appropriate training. Another aspect of Biden's plan is to release the majority of the current vaccine supply right away. This contrasts the current plan, which holds back half of the supply for second doses. Biden has explained that a small reserve will be held back for any unforeseen shortages or delays, and that as manufacturing ramps up, there will be enough vaccines for everyone to receive their second dose on time. Additionally, Biden plans to educate Americans about the vaccine and target vaccine hesitancy by launching a national public education campaign. Part 5, what will 2021 look like in terms of the pandemic? While much of the future still remains uncertain, there are a few things about this year that we can anticipate. One thing we know for sure is that unfortunately, coronavirus will be a large part of 2021. Mask wearing will continue throughout this year, and cases, hospitalizations, and deaths will continue to remain high over the next few weeks and months. At the same time, millions of Americans will receive the vaccine as the government increases vaccine manufacturing and distribution. If the Biden administration meets their goal, in a little over 100 days from now, over 100 million Americans will be vaccinated. In the fall and winter of this year, most of the American population will receive the vaccine, and we can hope that by the time 2022 is here, we can return to enjoying gatherings with family and friends. Thank you so much for listening to Stethoscope. All sources used in the creation of this podcast are listed in the description of this episode. Once again, I'm Stephanie Ayler. Be kind, stay safe, stay informed, and I'll see you next time.